Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show. Well, a man is in the hospital this morning in critical condition. It all happened uh, during a incident last night on Saddle Creek in Center. Uh, the man was stabbed. 29-year-old Matthew Miller. He's expected to survive the attack, but police are looking for the person responsible for the attack. It is under investigation. And five teenage burglary suspects have been removed from the streets of Omaha. Deputies were called to the area of 81st and Willett Street around noon yesterday. The suspects were seen scoping out a house. The teens fled before the deputies arrived, but the suspects were later spotted burglarizing a home near 110th and Bauman. Authorities stopped the suspect's vehicle, took the uh, teens into custody, and recovered some of the stolen items inside. And Omaha is getting ready to move one step closer to hosting its latest championship competition. The city council is going to vote on a resolution today declaring the USA Triathlon Age Group National Championship a special event. And that would allow organizers of the event to use city streets for the August race. About 5,000 people are expected to attend, bringing in millions of dollars to the city. And that's not the uh, the only big event we've got coming up. Omaha is not only home to the College World Series, but this year we're also playing host to the Big Ten Baseball Tournament. It's going to be happening next month. Now, later this morning, the Big Ten Conference is going to talk about the future tournament sites that they're looking at. This will be Omaha's second time hosting the tournament. Organizers decided to bring it back not only this year, but also in 2018, after seeing a record turnout when we hosted in 2014. We're just this, good hosts. We are. That's it. We drink and drink and drink. Well, they used to do it up in Minneapolis, but I don't know how many butts they put in seats. We had nearly 20,000 fans that attended the championship game. And you said it was a record, right? Yes. Record attendance? Record turnout, yeah. And we just love baseball here, don't we? I think we just love to support, too. Yeah. You know, we love stuff like that when it comes to town. This year's tournament... You know what's going to be crazy, though, about the College World Series? The College World Series this year. Remember, you can drink <laughs> beer. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can get beer. This Inside. is a city that has to have its beer. Mm-hmm. We're so excited. Uh, this year's tournament's going to be the Big Ten tournament, um, baseball tournament. It's going to be May 18th to the 22nd. And Omaha's Epley Airfield has been named one of the most satisfying airports in the country. Flyers apparently uh, really enjoy their experience. USA Today cited data collected by Airport XP. 170,000 passengers who flew from November to February of 2016 weighed in, and Epley scored the highest among medium-sized airports with a 90% satisfaction. So it was, it was us in what, Tampa Bay? Can yes. give you the top five? I think Tampa Bay was right behind us. So they, uh, I, I mean, it's just a nice little nice little plume for us. Um, and this uh, is the pat yourself on the back uh, news, news Exactly. <laughs> Congratulations, Omaha. We We're killing often. it. Yeah. We're killing it. Uh, Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, they are well ahead of the competition in the upcoming New York primary. There's a new Wall Street Journal poll that shows Trump leading the GOP field by over 30 points among New York Republicans. He has 54% support compared to Ohio Governor John Kasich's 21%. On the Democratic side, Clinton has a 14-point lead over Bernie Sanders. 
Now, uh, Republican presidential hopeful Ted Cruz has been sounding off on Donald Trump's accusations of a rigged primary process. Uh, Cruz was campaigning in San Diego, and he uh, was uh, talking, reminding supporters that he just picked up dozens of delegates at Colorado's state convention over the weekend. Trump has criticized Colorado's process, but Trump says that he's just, quote, whining. The process yeah. is dangerously too long because people have so are on various levels of checking in and checking out. Wouldn't you agree? It's yes. hard to sustain. It is. It's. They I need mean, to be, I, maybe the elections need to be closer. I mean, the whole point of them being stretched out is that it would give every part of the country an opportunity to, like, get to know the candidates, meet the candidates. Because a lot of times with the general election, what you'll find, and we all find this, is that the candidates tend to focus on those big delegate states or the swing states, you know. I mean, it's little states like Nebraska that don't necessarily get a visit, but if you're Texas or Ohio or Florida, you know, they're there every other day. Like each state and each city or as many as possible having some organic... An opportunity to have some organic moment with exactly. candidates where you mm-hmm. go out and meet them. But by the time they get to most states, your your opinions are all formed by what you've seen been seen inundated with in the media. Months and months yeah, before. I mean, well, and that's yeah. just now your also, ideas are pretty calcified like Every night I point. just shake my head now. I'm like, all right, here we go. Good ten minutes of my time filled with crap. Yeah, you because know. for uh, Nebraska, the Republican primary isn't until next month. Yeah, see, you know, uh, when's the next uh, Hillary and Bernie debate? Uh, uh, that's t- that is Thursday. Okay. It'll be Thursday night, so two nights away. I can't get that image of Bernie eating that. Oh, hot dog. it was terrible. I, I saw it again yesterday. I'm like, please stop, stop eating. It's not good. No, it's just, it's, it's it's like it's I'm a, not making fun of him because of the way he eats. It just seems I don't know. It was an unfortunate it. angle. It was one of those things where I can't. I don't know what he was eating. He was eating like a deli sandwich, like he was and in then, New York eating a deli sandwich, and like some weird. of the sauerkraut like like hung on. You know where you get the trail between the sandwich and your mouth, and then he's kind of like chomping at it, and it kind of looked like a grandpa. Like you know what I mean? It's yeah, so it's, it is so just shallow. It is such a shallow thing to do. Yes. You watch it and you can't unsee it. Like you're like, oh, like, that reminds me of a, a grandpa. Yeah, you know, just like, is it where it he was? There. Was he eating with Michael Stipe? Oh, I, don't I don't know. know. Was he? There's a crowd of people all around. I don't know. Um, they just is this when he clip. was at Coney Island? Yes. Yes. Yeah, he's with Michael Stipe, is and Michael really? Stipe's big, weird Civil War beard. Oh, my God, his big old beard. So that couldn't have been pretty, get, oh, having wow. Stipe get that, that hot dog. Stuck in there either. <laughs> well, yeah, that was just an unfortunate thing all around. I don't know what he was, I don't know what was on, I don't know if it was like sauerkraut, I don't know what was on, yeah, on the, the hot, dog, hot dog, but it was like he was eating something, and it was just not, it so, was fighting its way so out it of it resonated. It resonated with the two of you. Yeah, so instantly. perhaps... These, this is information that we need. So I now we need to see Hillary eat a hot dog. Yeah. Maybe that's what we to. should have all the major candidates sit down and eat a hot dog. In eat silence. a hot dog. In silence. But it's interesting how they all eat. Like, they've all sort of had unfortunate moments. Like, don't you remember Kasich got broiled because he was eating New York pizza with a fork and knife? And everyone's like, no, 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 no. Oh, he was? Yes. Well, like, it was like, what? Really? No, you don't eat New York pizza with a fork and he knife. Didn't want to get his fingers all you gray. fold and tuck. That's how you eat it. That's I mean, how I eat it. Yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't eat. It'd be like getting out. Of, it'd be like going to Chicago and getting out a fork and knife to eat like a hot dog. And be like, what? I just didn't want to make it. Eight like that. I didn't know yes. That. Oh. Yeah, it was like a total story for like two oh, that's days. That's what we need. I think Jeff's on to something here. Maybe we need to have our candidates eat, and we can vote based on that. Based on mm-hmm. eating techniques. Because they do have to go to these important dinners, and we can't have sauerkraut and stuff hanging off his chin. Yeah, that was bad. when he's meeting with uh, <laughs> with Putin. That was I an unfortunate know. situation. Well, hopefully they're not eating hot dogs. 
But yes, that was that was unfortunate. Zika virus. uh, There's more details. It's being linked to another autoimmune disorder that's similar to multiple sclerosis. Uh, I guess scientists have discovered Zika in connection with ADEM. Uh, It's a swelling of the brain and spinal cord. Now, top U.S. health officials say that the Zika virus is getting scarier as more is learned about it. Uh, Yesterday, the CDC had a doctor that said that the threat of the mosquito-borne virus is real and it's growing. A White House briefing, uh, they urged pregnant athletes to avoid traveling to Brazil for the Summer Olympics. Now, wouldn't you think that that those pregnant athletes' doctor would say the same thing? Right. Just like, hey, maybe you shouldn't even go compete in the Olympics because you're pregnant. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, can you? Because if you're pregnant, can you compete in your sport? Can you still do the javelin or the, the swimming? I just didn't. I've. I, I, please, if anybody in listening land knows, I mean, I would think that that would preclude you from a lot of the. I would think the baby would be sort of a drag in the pool. Yeah, right. Just a or, little bit, or, or just. I mean, <laughs> or maybe that's the thing. The new all pregnant Olympics. <laughs> She's our anchor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're all like crap. Oh, for crap. It's a girl. Keeping with body pillow is an Olympic sport. Yeah, so they're worried about the Zika. The Zika. Uh, by the end of the month, Ticketmaster is going to be selling event tickets directly on Facebook. Well, that's where they're, that's really? where the market is, right? That's yeah. spooky. Ticketmaster and other companies are selling directly through Facebook because they see their customers spending less time on websites and more time on their apps. Namely, Facebook. A uh, Ticketmaster official uh, said that they decided to provide the new feature in hopes of selling more tickets with a seamless experience. Customers who purchase tickets through Facebook will still have to go to the Ticketmaster website to, quote, claim them. The feature will be limited to a select number of general admission events at first, but that should expand in time. I mean, it seems like Facebook knows everything about us, right? We've all agreed to it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. on whatever we sign. So, like, let's say I go to, um, especially Amazon, if I go look at a pair of shoes, the Ouch. next time I'm, I'm on Facebook, all boom, over. that exact pair of shoes pops up on my Facebook feed. Nonstop. So, I mean, wouldn't that work pretty good that... Facebook knows the music I like, so it should be just popping up. Like, here, click the button and buy those yeah. uh, tickets. I Reminder. didn't think Ticketmaster needed any help selling tickets. I mean, usually the big complaint is is that you by the time you get on the site or whatever, all of the drones or whatever, like, second market people have already bought up all the tickets. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, people that get yeah. upset with these concerts, it's like Ticketmaster's found a way to... So I didn't think that they needed any extra help getting people. I just feel like it's another step. It's another way to make everyone crazy on how to get tickets for these big concerts. Cause, you know, I assume this is supposed to be streamlining the process. I, that's what they say. I mean, like right now, it's just going to be general admission. I mean, it's not going to be like pick your seat where you know lower bowl, whatever. So I imagine they're probably going to work out the kinks before they get into anything big. But you just think about like those Taylor Swift concerts or like a Bieber concert that comes and how nutty it is getting all those tickets. And you just think, geez, now they're going to have add Facebook to the mix? Just seems like a lot. Um, today is Equal Pay Day. It represents the number of days that the typical woman worker in the U.S. has worked this year to make her 2015 income equal to what the typical male worker earned in so 12 what, months. So what, what did we do? Uh, it's just like raising awareness. Equal Pay was established as a public awareness event to illustrate the gap between men and women's wages. 
Uh, today, the president is using it to designate a national monument. Um, the headquarters for the National Women's Pay uh, National Woman's Party. It's this house that's been around since 1929. They're going to go ahead and make it a mon- uh, like a, a national monument today. Um, and uh, they're you know they chose today as a way to highlight the annual commemoration. Now, do you know much about the National Women's Party? I don't know much about the party. No, I don't. I mean, I've heard of Equal Pay Day. I mean, I've heard of the Equal Pay Amendment. I didn't realize Equal Pay Day. It's kind of interesting. We've talked about that day where you hit where it's like, this is when you're finally making money from last year after taxes or whatever. Yeah. It's just interesting. The, that- the names to remember are suffragist Elva Belmont and yeah. the party founder Alice Paul. So Belmont Paul is the house. It's the Sewell Belmont House and Museum. And they're like the big names. And it's been around um, for a while. So, yeah, those are the two co-founders of the party. And they ran on the the platform of, honey, I thought we agreed we weren't going to get a bigger TV (laughs) until you finish remodeling the den. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me, money. Um, today also is National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Not an official day. holiday. It really doesn't require much explanation, but uh, celebrating it is, uh, you know, apparently popular across the pond in the UK. The British Cheese Board is even tweeting about National Grilled Cheese Day. Now, do they use American really? cheese? They probably use Brit cheese. Yeah, they probably use pub cheese or, pub cheese. Uh, or like, you pub know. cheese. Cheddar, you know, like it's the. What it, would be good on a? I know, I'm dumb talking, but what would be good on a on a, on a grilled cheese? Like goat cheese? Mozzarella's really yummy. Mozzarella, man, there's nothing better than a good thick. But for the most part, most American cheese. like kids, American you know, cheese. when your mom made them, it was two yeah. slices of American candles. Yeah, you know, American cheese mm-hmm. between two slices of white bread. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, if you were really lucky, today. Velveeta. Because it would just Velveeta, melt like huh? crazy. Oh, the, my gosh. Stuff that tastes like cheese. <laughs> yeah, the trashiest food ever. So we grew good. up on Velveeta. I love Velveeta. Uh, uh, we all did, but it wasn't really cheese. It, no, <laughs> it's cheese food. <laughs> it's cheese food. My father would take giant hunks and then just spread all kinds of peanut butter on it. Talk about not wanting to see that video being eaten. (laughs) (laughs) His thing was the Velveeta mayonnaise and peanut butter sandwich. That's disgusting. Oh, absolutely. But you know what? You take a bite, it has a weird tang to it. (laughs) It's strange. But gosh, we should celebrate this day today. Uh, I know. I plan on uh, torturing my children with some grilled cheese. The Brits call call it a cheese toasty. Uh Ooh. A toasty sandwich. Mm. Yeah, if you if you order grilled cheese, it's not the, like over uh, like in Ireland and stuff. It's no. not the same. It's literally like they put it in a toaster. Oh, they do. Yeah, it doesn't get like buttery and crunchy. You know how we like grill ours up. Yeah, they toast them. They don't grill them. Oh. And so you get it, and you're like, this isn't like what I wanted. They love it. It's just we Americans have we found a way to hide it. Exactly. <laughs> We're like, oh no, you're using all the wrong. You're using real cheese. That's one of the problems. You're using real bread again. Total mistake. Mm-hmm. Win $100 and get registered for a $5,000 shopping spree. It's Pick Your Prize on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. 402-938-9400. That's it. Uh, hello, what's up, man? Hey, you guys are talking about Fast 8 and uh, Scott Eastwood joining the cast. You guys weren't sure what his role was going to be? Yeah. Right. Um, he's supposed to be playing the protege of Kurt Russell's Mr. Nobody. Okay. All right. 
And I know a lot of people say that this has gone on too long because, you know, now they've got Fast 8, Fast 9, and Fast 10 still coming out. Right. You know, but but I've kind of enjoyed the whole street racers turned international criminals turned super secret agents kind of thing. Is it really? Nuts, really? Yeah, I've heard from guys that are, like, fans of it. They're like, dude, it's just, it's like pizza. It just works. Like, okay. you get excited. You don't take it too serious. So you should... Exactly. Because, I mean, could they really jump a car from one building to the next to the next? Yeah, I mean... It, but the thing was, as I heard supposedly from all the action that was in Fast 7, that was actually the most realistic thing that actually could work, whereas the other stuff, none of it would have worked. Okay, so now, you being the Fast and Furious guy, um, is it a movie that I should start if I was just going to do it, start it on the first, or can I just start it when it's in the middle, or... You know what I mean? What, what do you mean? Like start? Like, like would uh, we be able one? to final follow the plot? Like, do you have to go all the way through it, or can you just plug into Fast and Furious Six and then go and from be there? Like, I get it. They're stealing a car. Well, I think you can go ahead and plug in in the middle, but I mean, if you want, but, but to kind of get maybe some of the, more of the backstory to kind of understand what drives the characters and what 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 the characters are about. But but I think it's one of those that each film could be a standalone film. But but I think that there is enough of a story that hinges on each of the other ones that you probably should start at the beginning. Do you need to love? Like, do you feel like they kind of lost their way with Tokyo Drift? No, I no. If you are a diehard. Fast and Furious person, mm-hmm. then you actually like Tokyo Drift. Tokyo okay. Drift was where Lucas Black was at it. Oh, and, so that was and a even though yeah, <laughs> that was I really, question. really liked that one because I liked him in it. Yeah, because okay. I've heard that that's sort of like some people. They're, they're, it, it, that was sort of a galvanizing movie. You know what I mean? Like they felt like eh, Tokyo Drift when they took it on the road. I really liked it. I thought it was really excellent. I, I mean, I, for the first time I saw it, I was like. Okay, where where is everybody that was in the, the original franchise? because yeah, they didn't come back no, for that but, one. But but when I actually, once I watched it a couple times, I'm like, I really do actually enjoy this. I like this. I love this a couple times. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like it's a little bit of a departure from it. <laughs> I've watched it a couple times. That's well, right. I just remember Fast and the Furious kind of came out of nowhere and everybody loved it. Yeah. And it seemed like it was they were ripping off Gone in 60 Seconds, right? Yes, yes, I would agree. Nicolas Cage. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, but but then it comes out, and then but Vin Diesel and those guys didn't want to come back. Remember? That was Tokyo Drift. That was okay. money, right? Was that the money? Yeah, they had a big contract of, a dispute, and so there was like talk about you know whether or not the franchise would go. I think that they that was the whole thing is that Tokyo Drift people liked it, but it didn't do very well because none of the people were in it. Well, remember, Vin Diesel was also very, very busy at that time. He had, uh, uh, he was, you know, faced with, do I do Triple X, the second one? Do right. I do, do I do Pitch Black? You exactly. Know, do, do Chron- a Chronicles of Riddick character, or do I do Fast and the Furious? And, and at that time, it was kind of one of those things where he went with the Pitch Black role, and I think he probably should have stuck with Fast and the Furious. So but. many shaved head, bald guy choices. So I like Pitch time. Black guy. <laughs> I like Riddick. Riddick. Oh gosh. Riddick yes. jumped I the shark. That. I liked him in Pitch Black, and then it just. Became Came like I the Chronicles the, of. I don't know. I couldn't. I really? couldn't stay on board. I think part of the reason is I liked Pitch Black because of the monsters. Yeah, I walked out of Pitch Black going, "What the hell was that?" I loved it. I was like, "Oh my god, those things were so cool with their weird like triangle heads and stuff." Yeah, oh, those things were great. And then all of a sudden they go, go follow Riddick, and it's like. It's just him being a master criminal. I'm like, well, I could watch that. I don't need to be sci-fi. It doesn't need to be in space. Yeah, I guess if it works, stick with it. Like, I just saw the trailer again for um, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. And that will find its own audience because it's Ninja Turtles. But if you watch the trailer... A lot of these movies are all starting to look like the same thing. I mean, yeah. how many how many shots of New York City can we see getting blown up? Yes, I agree. It becomes yeah. a mishmash of Superman yeah. or the Avengers or... 
There's just so many. Five other oh, plots. Hey, man, thanks for calling. You bet. All right, take care. See you. All right, see you later. That was a very serious question, Molly. We like that. Did we lose, lose you at <laughs> Tokyo Drift? <laughs> you thought I was scoring around. I wasn't. I'm like, wow, you know this stuff. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Dre. What's up? Hey, no, I totally agree with the guy that was on the phone last. Like, you could, you should, like, watch all the movies for Fast and Furious, but I started in the middle, and it was literally like, I'm watching the movie, and then somebody would come up, and I was like, oh, who's that? And then five seconds later, they'd just say who the character was. I mean... They are pretty straightforward. Yeah, it seems pretty... So it carries. They want to be as user-friendly as possible. That's how you get more fans. It's like I could watch Guiding Light today and probably be pretty much caught up within 10 minutes. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. It's just action-filled. It's awesome. I mean, I started in, like, five, so I was really behind. But I just liked the music halfway through. I guess if there's nothing to do in a, you know, for a couple days, you can just lock down on that. I mean, there's... What, sure, or you could learn a language <laughs> or teach yourself guitar. Nah. I'm going fast and furious. Yeah. I'm going super fast and furious. You don't have to leave a couch to oh, do man. either of those things. You barely even need to sit up to learn a language. All right, we got to call here. Hello. Uh, who's this? What's up? Good morning, guys. What's going on? Hey, um, I got a comment about the grilled cheese. What is it? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. No, <laughs> Um, have you guys ever seen the movie Chef with John Favreau? Yeah. Yeah. Food truck. Okay, so there's, yeah, so there's a scene in there where he makes the most unbelievably delicious looking grilled cheese sandwich ever. Do you remember that scene? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So I, we have to find out what, what kind of cheese goes into it. It looks like French bread. It's on a griddle and he's using uh-huh. oil and butter, which is awful, what? but you have to Google that scene or YouTube that scene because that grilled cheese sandwich is the bomb. Yeah, because I want to make a uh, like a heart clogging, close to stopping grilled cheese sandwich today. Hey, yeah, I mean, if you don't you eat know. it every day, there's nothing wrong with it. No, not at oh, all. A little comfort food, just one time. Uh, Thanks, chef, Sarah. you can find Chef on Netflix is Looks where we all find great. it. That's just kind of a feel good movie. Like, if you got nothing else to watch, you know. It came out of nowhere. Uh, it came out of nowhere. John Favreau, Sofia Vergara, John Leguizamo, Scarlett Johansson's in it for like a second, but Robert Downey Jr. It's but it's mainly good. just this kind of, didn't you guys feel like good after it? It's kind of got did. like a little family, and then it also will make you hungry. Like, have some food around, because you're going to. And on Friday. That's, that's a good movie to cook, too. Oh, yeah. The Big Party Show Podcast. Get them now on your iPhone, Android, Blackberry, iPad, computer, or tablet. From Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. All right, Snubber News, Molly, what's up? So yesterday we talked about uh, there a video emerged. TMZ showed um, like Vince Neil and uh, Nicolas Cage out front of the Aria in Las Vegas. Doing real life, leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> Day drunk, fighting. That was Day amazing. Day drinking. Amazing. Um, and now it, it's said to, the whole situation is said to have spawned from the fact that a woman approached Nicolas Cage for an autograph and Vince Neil grabbed her by the hair, threw her to the ground. I mean, he's facing charges. Yeah. Well, he's claiming he's denying that he that that happened. Um, really? He says that the woman was quote very aggressive when she bothered him and Nicholas Cage for their signatures as they were having lunch at the Aria Hotel and Casino. I was like, liquid lunch? Are Absolutely. you crazy? 
Or maybe they were finally like, we need to get some foods. Um, he claimed it was like that. Too. I know. I mean, I mean, it was geez. very like I'm like lunch. Uh, uh, so Vince Neil is claiming that he um, that she like pu- he pushed past her in an effort to get away, but never intentionally dragged her. But police uh, cited him for battery after watching surveillance footage of the incident. So, I mean, I would think that if the police watched surveillance footage, they would probably be able to tell the difference between somebody pushing past and somebody dragging someone. So yeah. I think maybe Vince is a little foggy on a lot of the details. Um, TMZ also reports that day drinking was definitely involved. Oh, yeah. Um, as was Carrot Top. What? Whoa. <laughs> What's that? That's a day drink. I guess the- That's the deal where the next day you're like, Carrot Top was there? <laughs> yes. You're kidding me. Yes. Carrot Top was drinking with us. Yes. Jeez. That's when you know things got a little... Like when you have those days where you're like, that was just weird. And then we were just with that person and they were drinking with us too. Yeah, I guess uh, Carrot Top bolted long before cops arrived on the scene. But there was Carrot Top was also part of the mix. I feel like Carrot really? Top kind of that's yes. his mo with everything. Carrot Top seems like a guy you don't know where he came from and you don't know when he left, but he left before you. Yes, yes. He slides in and out. But I think it's so funny that all of us watched the video yesterday and before it was ever even mentioned, whispered about that day drinking was involved. We were all like, "That is." Oh, you can tell that absolutely. Uh, Mr. Cage was. Yeah. Little face. They're like, hey, guys, cool it, Vince. Cool it. Like, it was a bad. I mean, do you see much of that in the daytime in Vegas? No. That's still pretty saccharine sweet. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're that, if you get like that, man, that cops take care of you pretty quick. I mean, it's more like a Disney World vibe in the daytime. It is. Total Disney World, man. That's why it's like, well, Aria's kind of. uh, It's new. It could be. It's not really. I mean, it's the new, one of the newer ones, but it could probably be pretty. Pretty drunk. I mean, if people are getting after nothing it in there. Vegas, you do it right. You do yeah. two days and out. I mean, but you probably have to pace yourself. You can't be in that bad of shape that early in the day. Or you're it's long day. You're wasting the trip. You're not going to make yeah. it. Guys yeah. like it's that. It's got to be like what? Sleep till one. Sleep till one, and then yeah, just slowly. It's a slow run. The thing is, you know, that's when it's the the, the terms. Uh, it's it's a marathon, not a race totally comes in hand because if you're going to run that uh, drinking race in Vegas, you're going to lose. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you're not running a Well, marathon, it'd be a shame to, to go to bed early. Oh. Yeah, but there are people oh. that go to Vegas all the time where to them it's just yeah. it's a place to just completely... Unleash. I mean, it reminds me, Did you do you guys remember from the um, cartoon Pinocchio, like Don- Donkey Island, just where it's like they're all like smoking cigars and drinking beer and then next thing you know, hee-haw, you don't want to be there after dark. I right. just imagine that that is sort of the... You know, like Vegas, it's like, ah, uh, there is a point where there is a tipping where it goes from fun to this used to be fun. <laughs> um, Vegas and I think fun. that those guys had that moment. You guys have got to go. That's got something. to go! Um, Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth finally taking their rekindled romance to the streets. Uh, the last night, the couple made what's believed to be their first joint appearance since reuniting uh, they went and walked the red carpet together. The Huntsman, Winter's War. It stars Liam's brother, Chris. And so I guess, you know, they were there to support. Um, Maybe we'll survive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that trailer. I'm like, I didn't really get where the Huntsman's role was because it's just three women fighting. Right? He's been around for a long time. I think it's that, like, he's been around for... Has any of us watched the, the... Maybe we'll survive! It's available at Redbox. <laughs> yes, it is, and I keep walking by it, damn it. It's I, in my Netflix queue, I can't... 
It can't be a good movie if it Molly can't hasn't be. seen I it. I know. I even I'm like Ugh. Moby Dick. Yeah, I just <laughs> maybe we'll survive. <laughs> I just love it. maybe we'll survive. <laughs> maybe we will, mm-hmm. Jeff. Gotta be such a hater. He's just giving it all he's got. He's trying to be That's uh, your lover, Molly. I know. <laughs> lover, I love your way. Um, Scott Eastwood is joining Fast and the Furious eight and while making the announcement via Twitter, it also seemed to let uh out that Kurt Russell will be back as Mr. Nobody. So we've got that to look forward to. So Kurt Russell, Scott Eastwood, and earlier it was reported that Sir Louise Theron is going to be the villain uh, this time around. That is your celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. All right, thanks, Molly. All right, 402-938-9400. Let's just take this call fast. Hello, who's this? Hey, uh, this is Deborah. Hey, what's up, Deborah? So I used to live out in Vegas. It's been about three years since I lived there, and my ex was in a show out there, and I'm honestly surprised we haven't seen video like this from these two sooner. Because they hang out in Vegas all the time. Uh, my ex, they came to his show, came back a couple times. He's hung out with them. Like, they're constant partying and all the stuff they get into. It's, I mean, I think that's just a regular daily basis occurrence for the two of them. Really? For Nicolas Cage oh, wow. and, Vince, oh, yeah. uh, and uh, Vince Neal. So they're, they're party buddies. Oh, yeah. They're, like, I think they both live in Vegas. They have homes, other places as well. But, yeah, they're constantly on the party scene in Vegas. Wow, I never would have thought. I think partying with uh, Nicolas Cage would be awesome. I think it'd be weird. <laughs> that you know, <laughs> I never hung out with them. My ex did. I mean, just because they're both Elvis fans, they had that in common. But it was, I don't know, interesting, the pictures and stories I heard about. He's a weirdo. Is that why your ex is your ex? Because he partied with those guys? Among other things. Right, uh, no, no, that was, not, that was not a factor in it. Okay. What did he do out there? What did your ex, what, did, what show was he in? Um, he, I don't want to expose myself too much. He was an Elvis out there. Was he really? Your ex was, yes. <laughs> that's he why he's hanging Elvis. with Nick Cage. They're exactly, exactly. They had that in common. They were Elvis fans. Really? Oh, oh, thank you very much. I <laughs> just think Nicolas Cage is a weird, I think he'd be a weird dude to yeah. party with. I think he's got a real weird side. All right. Hey, dude, thanks for calling. Yeah, yeah, thank you guys. All right, see you later. Win $100 and get registered to choose one of four great prizes valued at $5,000. Pick your prize. Only on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1.